aside from a house or a car specifically, what is the most expensive thing you own? Wendy? A car. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Alligator. Name something that's better than being rich. Poor. Besides a bird, something in a bird cage. Hamster. Something that comes with a summer storm. Snow. Something Russia's famous for, Bob. Russians. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Rob! Nucky Grandma! Reason you might stay indoors on a beautiful day. Because it's raining? Name something you might buy that could turn out to be phony. Yeah, a horse. Name a time that most people get up. In the morning. A time most people go to bed. At night. This is the 7 at 11 on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. So I was looking at some... uh father's lists for uh, Father's Day and um, God, baseball it's amazing I, you know I think all sports you see second generation players but baseball is crazy right like right now I, I was watching highlights like you know I feel like the Blue Jays half their team played like their fathers played in the league um which is really, really crazy. By the way, I, I don't know if we ever actually said it on the air, but Western Conference uh, Finals, Game 1, coming your way right here at 2 o'clock. So uh, you will have uh, the Clippers and the Suns, hopefully uh, able to scout out who the Bucks uh, will be taking on if the Bucks can advance to the NBA Finals. But I saw you wanted to say something about the whole... Giannis uh, covering KD. I saw you had an opinion there, it looked like. Oh. So where were you on this whole thing throughout the series? Are you a, hey, if you're the defensive player of the year, you got to step up and uh, and want to cover KD in that spot? In the biggest moments, yes. I, what Eric said made 100% sense, and I'm glad he gave that explanation with Eric's name. Uh, but in big-time moments, Giannis really challenged Kevin and Kevin Durant had it seemed like he had a problem shooting over Giannis especially when it came to the three-point shot I don't I don't remember seeing any time that he splashed in Giannis's face whenever he did cover him kind of outside of the lane I I just felt like that last possession where Drew Holiday was on him yeah. it should have been Giannis or in game six didn't KD hit a pretty big shot in game six as well I'm trying to. I was no game five. Game, game five. five yeah. Game five. And so I felt like it should be it should be Giannis defending him at those moments because KD seemed to struggle just a tad bit with Giannis's length when he was pulling up from like 18 feet or more. Well, and he does, but as and that's the Eric made the point that I keep saying that people aren't thinking about, which is understanding how big Giannis is. So everyone's like, oh, he's so tall, so he could get a hand in his face. But Giannis is so big that he can't be running around screens. So Giannis, and that's why rarely are the Nets going to set, the Nets aren't going to set a screen with Giannis's guy to put Giannis onto KD late in the shot clock because Giannis's length would bother him. And, you know, Brooke Lopez, they do it because Durant can drive by Brooke Lopez because he doesn't have the feet Giannis has. But if you actually put Giannis on Durant, they'll set a, they'll set a pick and Giannis can't get around that the way PJ, the way Drew, the way Chris can do it. So that's why I think uh, a lot of that is like 
I understand it's like kind of basketball macho one-on-one type stuff, but the way they're setting screens for Kevin Durant, I just don't think that could have worked. But it seems like those last those last plays in the game, it was just like let KD dribble and do his thing. It seemed like whenever he had the ball late in the game, it wasn't like they were setting screens and picks. Like even on that last play with Drew Holiday, it just it, I mean, but Giannis again, we we won. It worked out. <laughs> On to the next round. I'm glad Giannis liked that hook because that's what he should have did in game five when he had James Harden on him. Well, that's what I'm wondering. if. And by the way, James Harden has a weird mental thing. Uh, like It's a thing Eric, I'm sure, could t- speak to where he feels like he can cover Giannis one-on-one and where he tells people don't come help and he does a great job on Giannis always on the post against Giannis. I don't know what where I mean Harden's a strong dude, but he ha he definitely has a mental thing where he feels like he could cover Giannis. And he's a fat guy. That's why he had all these issues this year because he got super fat this offseason. Now he saw that when you get fat and you don't work out, your body breaks down. Well, it's interesting you say that because that is one thing like where it's like, oh, the Nets had these injuries that are so fluke. But remember, they acquired Kevin Durant when he was injured already. Kyrie has a history of injuries there. And, you know, as you mentioned, James Harden you know, who, by the way, played at an MVP level. You know, he played at an, a, a legit MVP level when he uh, when he was playing without the other guys. I mean, James Harden, without Kyrie and Durant, they were 17-4. and four. Oh, he was the— He if, played at an MVP level. If he never got hurt this year, I yeah. thought he was the MVP. Yeah. He was playing that incredible. Yeah. But, I mean, you mentioned it. Could that—could his uh, offseason— uh, be part of why he wasn't, uh, you know, able to withstand and have two major hamstring injuries. You know, one that you know ultimately, I guess, never got better, and uh, and was a, you know, you have to say is the difference, right? When these games are going to overtime and Harden's, you know, a factor, but he wasn't James Harden, one of the top offensive players in the history of this game, which he is when he's healthy. Let's go to Jason, who is a teacher. We're gonna, we're gonna get seven. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. Uh, let's put him on hold. Then um, I, I was going to say we're, we're going to get to seven eleven uh, to kick off next segment uh, because we were com- a, a little behind. Last quickie uh, that I want to hit on on this game is well, it's not the last quickie, but the last quickie for now that I want to hit on for this game is you know the Bucks were down two to nothing in this series, and game two was an absolute rout. And I think what it shows you is that each game can absolutely stand on its own in a series. So when we think back to Bucks Raptors two years ago, Bucks up two nothing, is that such a big choke? You know, each game is a game, right? We've seen the the Utah Jazz were up two nothing uh, in their series. Like those are commonplace. The Dallas Mavericks were up two nothing after winning two games on the road in Los Angeles against the Clippers. So the idea of, of the highs and lows following these individual games is can be overrated. And I think, again, a lot of credit goes to Coach Bud and uh, the leaders of this team to keep them together when I think a lot of people thought this series was over. A lot of people were ready to write this team off after Game 2. And by the way, Game 3 was it was a dreadful game as well. So um, the fact that the Bucks are going to the Eastern Conference Finals is incredible. And make sure uh, to check out uh, those two games today. Western Conference Finals at 2.30 and then tonight, 
the Eastern Conference uh, semifinals. So you'll see who the Bucks will play next round. We will hit our 7 at 11 as we continue. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. You're listening to Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. in the lane, jump hook it, got it! Rolled around and dropped in. Tie game at 111. Sunday karma, Ted Davis on the call. Bucks tied it. Chris Middleton gave them the lead. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant actually missed a few shots. By the way, if you ask Bucks fans, Kevin Durant didn't miss a shot the whole series. Right? It was it was rare. What right? he shot 70% in game five? But I'm saying, like, what do you think percentage-wise um, he shot for the uh, for the series? Oh, he probably shot 57% for the series. Um, yeah, yeah, probably a little less than 60, but he was definitely, like, close to 60. So, games three and four, he shot 20 of 53, I believe. He shot 53 shots? Between the two games in Milwaukee, oh. games three and four. I'm saying so like it's I think the the thing is like as you're watching him you feel like he is never missing but he actually does I I know it's crazy but he actually does miss shots. If you look at his postseason this year he is let's see. So um actually we'll just we'll just go this series. So in the Bucks series he ended up shooting uh, 49.7% from the field, 35.2 from three. Oh, I thought he'd be higher than that. Right? You would have thought he shot like he was, 60% from the field. You know. he, was, he was cooking. He was cooking. So, so he shot 49.7 from, from the field, 35.2 from three, and 83 from the line. So he missed some free throws. He missed more free throws than I thought, but I, honestly, I feel like he missed more free throws than jump shots. He averaged 40, uh, 42.7 minutes, 35 and a half points, 10.6 rebounds, 5.4 assists. This man played three straight games. That is the most ever points he's averaged in a playoff series um, in, uh, let's see. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Sorry. Since he's been, you know, in more than any in, in Golden State, you know, where his most was 35.2. But uh, he had... Uh, he had a series where he averaged 33, 32. Oh, no. That is his most that he averaged in a playoff series in his career. I'm not, I'm not surprised because I mean, he played uh, overtime and he played 48 minutes twice. I mean, this is, to me, Kevin Durant is the second greatest scorer I've ever seen with my eyes. And he had 10.8 rebounds uh, in a series uh, NBA Finals when they swept the Cavs, so as as opposed to the 10.6, but it was his highest scoring ever. All right, let's get to 7-11. I'm going to go straight to your sweet spot so you can knock this out quick for us. Oh, I know you'll be able I'm to nervous. knock out seven in a row, which is uh, obviously uh, football, and we're talking about uh, uh, football meaning soccer. 
And all I want to know is who are the seven teams, because we're all wrapped up right now in Euro Cup 2020, even though it's 2021, it's Euro Cup 2020. Who are the seven teams who have appeared in at least two Euro Cup championships? All right. Germany. Germany. Look at you. I, you are a well... You, you are well-versed in everything. Germany not only is number one on the list, but is a dominant number one with six appearances in a Euro Cup Finals. Well done, Kyle. Do you have another? France. France is number three on the list. France has appeared in three finals. We're looking for the seven countries that have appeared in multiple Euro Cup championships. Spain. Spain is number two on the list. They have appeared in four, of course, 64, 84, 08, and 12. Um, the Netherlands. Uh, the Netherlands won it in 88, but have not they appeared haven't been, in They haven't been in one? Oh, okay, well, there it is. That was impressive, though. You got the top three in a row. How, oh. How'd you do that? Oh, I mean, those, those are three of the best soccer teams out there. Oh, I, you know, I'll use my mulligan. Oh, because I have—I mean, I haven't been. Okay. So if that—if those teams—and I forgot—when did this start? This started when? In 1960, I believe. Oh, so England probably had some back in the day, then, right? England has never. What? Nah, they—they've been terrible in the well, Euro I Cup. Well, I assume if it's back in the 60s, I know England has a terrible track record. Yeah, they've oh. been—they've been terrible. Well, I'm trying to think now, who it could be. All right, there no, you have I'm it. I'm done. All right, hit it. Let's knock it out real quick. 800-990-ESPN. It's 800-990-3776. Oh, you can't say that. You already got what? Not on air. Oh, I was saying it oh, in your ear. Oh, you're just saying oh that my, my gosh, ear. Okay, I forgot okay. that team. All right, let's go to Jason, our teacher, who's a troll. You're on Sunday Karma Morning, Jason. Good morning, guys. Um, I'm going to test it real quick. I watched that game. Tip off to the ending. First of all, what a great, I, I love the NBA playoffs. Um, but I'll tell you what. James Harden, turnover machine, has the worst passes I've ever, ever witnessed in one game. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Kevin Durant, you did awesome. But you're telling me you got Drew Holiday guarding you you're not going to put your head down at home and drive to the basket. Yeah, down you know what, Jason? That's interesting. That's terrible. So interesting, Kyle. Do you think that in Durant's head, he had just hit that shot at the end of regulation, and so he was feeling so confident in the same shot? Because I thought the same thing. You got Drew Holiday in you. You've been such an efficient, you know, baseline. Like he could have taken him down to the baseline. What do you think happened there? Well, I mean, this. I, 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 I think he was drained. I think he wanted to get the game over one way or the other. That's what I think. But he happened. was on the line again. The, I think that would have been a two again. Uh, yeah, pr- probably. He. I mean, the previous possession, he drove, and it was a little bit different. Yeah. And he got blocked. But, I mean, KD, come on now. We can't blame KD. KD is a sharp shooter. No. Yes, but you you fear more of KD pulling up than you do him driving. I mean, he drives is amazing. But, but, no, yeah. but I mean, you're at home, you're at home, and you go hard to the brim. You're not going to get a call. I, I, I just, I, well, I'm, I'm happy for your Bucks fans. I'm not going to be, but man, I, I had wagers on the Nets and. I, I'm kind of salty, so it's, I'll say it that. Sounded, but, um, you it, sounded like a guy who had bet on the Nets. Sound like a broke like, boy right when now, when Jason. He's like, when he's well, like Harden. I'll, I'll tell you what, I guarantee you this. You could take Harden out of the game and put Irving in, and it would have been a different series. I'll tell you that one. I 100% believe that because 
I, I'm not a fan of Harden. That he's sloppy. Well, but anyways, a healthy Harden or a healthy Irving absolutely would have made a difference. But also, then Kevin Durant may not have taken as many shots and may not have done what he had done. So you know, we never know. All right. So here's my guess yep. for this thing, and uh, I got to go with my second favorite country, Mexico. Mexico. Oh my uh, What gosh. do you think of them for the Euro Cup? Uh, Euro Cup. You got to be in Europe. Yeah, that's that's perfect for Jason. That is who's teaching our youth. We never found out what what subject Jason teaches. Oh, he's a gym teacher. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah, so he should know a okay. little bit more. All right, but at least uh, you know he's not like a civics or like you know you're. He's not a European history teacher. Um, We are looking for the seven teams that have made multiple Euro Cup finals. Germany, Spain, and France are one, two, and three. We know that uh, it is not England. We know that it is not the Netherlands. And we now know it is not Mexico. (laughs) Let's talk to... uh, Derek, uh, janitor, you're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Derek. Yo, yo. Good morning, fellas. How you doing, Derek? I'm living the dream, living the dream. Happy Father's Day to all out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, any quickies on the game first? Uh, you know, Kevin Durant's the best. The Bucks got lucky. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I, we won't, I won't even uh, go there. All right. What, what do you got on our 7 and 11? I... I got uh, France. France already guessed correctly at number three. We got Germany one, Spain two, France three. What else you got? Um, and he said the Netherlands already. Oof. I think I'm going to go with, I don't know. Uh... Who knows? All right. If it really doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Derek. Let's go to Bob, who's a psychologist here on Sunday Karma. Morning, Bob. Good morning. Uh, let's get the obvious one, Italy. Italy is correct with three appearances, uh, including losing in the 2012 finals uh, pretty recently to Spain. Well done. Do you have another? How about Belgium? How about Belgium? who they have a great nucleus who's getting older. Uh, they made it in the finals in 1980, but that was their only finals oh. appearance. Belgium not on the list. Thanks, Bob. We will continue, uh, but we have Jason Wilde, as we said, uh, coming up at 1130. So Jason Wilde is next as we roll on. It is Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Come to cut. Hey, this that Eastside Johnny Big Redemption like. No, I'm talking about. Hold up. Whoa, 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 Get out the way, get out the way, get out the way. Middleton continues on. Fade. Shoots. God for Middleton. 113-111 Bucks timeout nets. Jason Wildey is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. 
Jason Wilde joining us, continuing our 7-11. Lots going on on a Sunday after the Bucks win advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Craig. How are you today? I am wonderful. We're also going to bring in Chef Ed because we're continuing our list of teams that have made multiple Euro Cup finals as, of course, we're all wrapped up in the Euro Cup, Jason. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Jason. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Hey, Chef Ed. How are you doing this morning after that big win? Oh, it was great. I, I, got, I got to see bits and pieces of the game because we were getting pounded in the kitchen, but every time the crowd would yell, we know something good was happening for the Bucks. Now, did, would you admit, was there anything where you are like, oh, I forgot to add the pepper to that because I was, uh, I was trying to watch the Bucks game? Like, did it affect your game last night as a chef? <laughs> no, no, I, everything, everything was good. And then Durant, he just ran out of gas on that last three-pointer with the air ball. He, he had nothing left in the tank. Yeah, well, I mean, mad, mad respect for him. All right, who do you have for our Euro Cup list? Uh, how about Portugal? How about Portugal, a fine squad that actually won it the last time it occurred. That is correct. Nicely done with two appearances, leaving only two countries on the list. And I'll give you a hint. The last two countries no longer exist. Wow. Well, I know for a fact that... Uh... That this team went twice but didn't win it. It was uh, how about Yugoslavia? Yugoslavia with two finals is correct. Nicely done. You got a, a guess at the last one? I'll try Russia. Um, Jason, are we going to give it to him on Russia? Are we going to give him as, or does he need to go Soviet well, Union? What do you think? Uh, I personally would give it to him, but uh, Jesse usually is the arbiter of all rules on our show, so uh, we might have to call Jesse in from the bullpen to answer. Yes, that is. We're going to give it to him. Congratulations to Chef Ed, uh, who knocks out our 7 at 11. Uh, Yugoslavia and actually uh, and, and Czech Republic also, those last two teams uh, you know, who are theoretically were 7 and 8 that don't exist. Jason, yeah. Yeah, no, he said he said Russia. Oh, okay. But Kyle had walked out. I had yeah, we, yeah. We we gave it to him. All right. So Jason, um, first we'll give you a quickie. Uh, what do you think of the Bucks last night? Uh, so as you know, the the fan gene is uh, no longer in my biology. But man, knowing how many people that are really important to me. So you couldn't you couldn't even feel you couldn't feel any of the fan gene last night. I, I didn't like I felt some I, I felt nervousness for for you and Dan Smechek and Barry Baum and Dr. Dave Margolis and my friend John Wesley. They are all just they're so thoroughly invested and I, I just was so happy for them. So and you're I was saying nervous. you have empathy you're saying you have empathy but no fan gene left. Correct. Yeah. I was just really I, I just you know, I know how important it is to you know, you, for example, and how much it means to you. And so, you know, had they lost, I would have turned off the TV and gotten a workout in and I'd have been disappointed for you guys. But I just, I just appreciate, and this is where I'm weird. And and I, I've stopped trying to explain it to people because it's hard to explain and I never do a good enough job of it. But like I watch in a way where I just, I am so appreciative of greatness, which probably is what, clouds my judgment on Rodgers more than any personal relationship that people think clouds it because I just know how rare 
greatness is. You know, I go to Packers training camp and I see guys that have the dream, but they don't have the talent. And you know, the first day you see them that they're probably not going to make the team. There's going to be some rare instances where guys beat the odds and show incredible improvement. But, but Jason, you also realize that those people were like dominant high school players who were like the best player anyone had ever seen from their town. Then that's what makes the greatness that we see from a Giannis or a Kevin. I mean, I just, I don't know about you. You you know, fans are obviously as, as Bucks fans rooting against Kevin Durant. But as I watch him, I am just amazed. Like I don't watch a ton of regular season NBA basketball. He obviously had the Achilles, so I had not watched him very often. I listened a lot, including when they played the Nets, when I would be driving back and forth from ballet. I got a lot of the Bucks radio network in 620 WTMJ. But, like, I had not watched him play until this series, and I he is a breathtaking player. Like, he is – I, I just have such appreciation for how brilliant he is. And so that's just where I come from. But I was so thrilled last night. For, I mean, Dr. Dave, you know, he has kids painting his hair green at Children's, and I know how much it means to him. And so now I hope the next step comes for that team and for all you guys that, that care so deeply about them. The amazing thing after all that, and Kyle, this is the thing that, that, uh, that came into my mind last night. After all that, they're only halfway, right? right. <laughs> it's only halfway, you know? Yeah. So this is like, you know, this is, you know, eight wins and you need 16. And obviously the Bucks are now seen as a favorite uh, because they've defeated the Nets, but it, it's not going to get any easier. So uh, segue to game six where uh, Matt LaFleur was in the building. Um, and so what is uh, the latest? Like we had talked about some dates that were going to matter and all that. Are we now at the point where the next big thing that's going to happen is Aaron Rodgers is going to play golf? Is that what this has come down to? So I know uh, there was a report. I, uh, I don't know what the radio station is, so I'm sorry for not giving them credit where it's due, but that Rodgers had re- upped his membership at Green Bay Country Club. And that's the latest, like, little hints that people are kind of pinning their optimism on. Meanwhile, you know, you've got Jay Glazer saying he still wants out, and you've got James Jones saying, uh, this is fixable, and I think he'll be back. And and I am sitting here in kind of the middle of it thinking, I don't really, you know, I feel like I talk to or text with the guy somewhat regularly, and I don't think even he knows exactly what the – final result will be at this point so like i think matt lafleur has made a very clear shift he has stopped the public for lack of a better term groveling and taken more of a you guys know how we feel we want it back and then moving on to other subjects which is i think is smart by him because I, i don't think he can say anything nothing that he says is going to change where things stand today so the next couple of red letter dates if you will uh july 6th when he plays in the match i don't know what press availability will be there you know i know brian anderson had that zoom call with the four guys and it was definitely a vibe of goofing around and rogers uh what he said and when you read it versus what he said when you watch him say it two different things but nevertheless that's the last that's the next time we might get another breadcrumb um, so July twenty seventh. Wait, but wait, 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 wait. You you mentioned you corresponding with him, and I brought up Lafleur. 
and LaFleur changing his tune. Do you sense that they are communicating on any kind of regular basis? Yeah, uh, I think they are. I just don't think anything's changing. Like, I think, you know, they text each other. Um, I don't know how regularly. I don't know how regularly they do talk, but they are in regular communication. The, I think the issue is, and I, I've said this before, and this is based on actual, you know, kind of conversations with not only them but others. Um, LaFleur is very clearly Team Rogers, and he's also clearly very much stuck in the middle of this because his bosses are where his bosses are on this. But the bottom line is, is that, you know, I don't know what level, and this is why the structure comes into play. I don't know what level of, for lack of a better term, juice Matt LaFleur has. Like, well, but Jason, so I was with a, I was with a very successful, uh, former uh, CEO who happened to be my father uh, this past week. And he said, what, what's with the, I don't understand the Packers situation. He's like, it's clear that of the organization, Aaron Rodgers is the one that matters. So you make him happy. Like, so if you need to get rid of the other people who don't make him happy, you make the person who's the difference maker happy. And so, you know, are is, are you getting any sense, and I don't know if there's any insight to the executive committee that kind of is supposed to have oversight, or is that kind of a a puppet kind of situation? I mean, well, is there is there real, like, does Mark Murphy really have a boss in that way, or is Mark Murphy, you know, have true, true autonomy in running this thing? No, I, so it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a convoluted setup, because I know... There are those that, after some of Mark Murphy's um, awkward public comments, have said, "Why doesn't the executive committee get involved?" So those are there's there's the board of directors, and then there's another level. For those that don't know, that is the executive committee. Now, back when the Packers were bad for a long time, the team president and the board were very meddlesome in the football operation, and that is one of the things that turned off Ron Wolf the first time he interviewed for the job and did not take it in like 1989 or whatever it was, 87. So that there is a, I think to some degree, there is a reluctance among those that are on the executive committee who are older business folks from the area to be too meddlesome because they all do have enough history to remember because they're really the only quote unquote local aspect of this operation like mark murphy's not a green bay there's there there are very few if any green bay born and bred wisconsinite types on the board of directors or more not on the board of directors in the front office and really those are the only folks the the board of directors and the executive committee that are wisconsin type folks okay so i don't know what their willingness is to get involved uh i think it would take a major decision by them to try and remove Mark Murphy. I don't think they're inclined to do that. But they do have what I would consider to be a president in waiting in Ed Policy, who is the son of Carmen Policy, who ran the San Francisco 49ers and all their success. And I do believe that the succession plan is for him to take over. Mark Murphy is 65. They have a mandatory retirement age at 70. Theoretically, and I am not saying they should or are considering this, but they could say, look, we, you know, how about another year and then we shift gears here? I don't know what their plans are, but I know Ed Policy gets a ton of credit for Titletown and all the things 
that have gone on behind the scenes there. So if they wanted to make a presidential change at some point, they're certainly capable of that. But my understanding is that Mark Murphy has made very clear to the, uh, the executive board, the executive committee and the board that he has no plans to remove Brian Gutekunst. Yeah, and, and it doesn't Period. sound like you think there's a scenario where they're removing Mark Murphy anytime soon. Very interesting stuff. Jason Wilde in the 11 o'clock hour for a change. Appreciate you joining us. Happy Father's Day, and I uh, hope you, uh, did you did, were you able to get some good strawberries. How did that work out for you? Uh, we have more strawberries than we could possibly eat, so if you and Harper need some, I can drop some off the next time I'm down there. <laughs> I think we're good, but uh, happy uh, Father's Day, Jason. Uh, appreciate you joining. You too, buddy. Thanks for accommodating. Okay, Take thank- care, guys. Be good. Yep, there he is. Jason Wildy. We have our Palermo's Picks coming up, and it is a Palermo's Picks where Kyle will pick what did I get him for his birthday? Kyle turned the big 3-1. Uh, Reggie Miller! And we have not uh, seen uh, each other in a few weeks, so we are celebrating Kyle's birthday by him finding out what he's receiving as his birthday gift When we continue, it is Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. It's that time. Yes, it's finally here. Craig makes his picks of the week. You can bet the house on it. Picks of the week on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. Presented by Palermo's Pizza, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Can't wait to see what happens next. On ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Oh, with the buck season being extended, that means your Palermo's pizza season is extended. Screaming Sicilian, Urban Pot, Connie's, Palermo's, and more. I have three in the freezer, minimum at all times. That's my rule. If we go under three, then we're not prepared for any situation that could come up. Make sure you have your freezer stocked with Palermo's pizza. Go to palermospizza.com, your local grocer's freezer creating so many jobs and such a a wonderful company that we're so fortunate to have here in Milwaukee and Wisconsin. It is Palermo's Pizza bringing us our picks. And this week, the pick is going to be by Kyle as he is going to hear the three potential uh, gifts that he may have received for his birthday. And I don't know if it's like if you're going to be like hating on me, like when you find out which one it is, because there are three different possibilities. What would I I hate? A gift is a gift. I'm not like that. I know, but if you're like, oh, that would have been hot. I would have loved that. I mean, Dr. Ken Harris from 1017 The Truth did give me these nice headphones. Yeah, I don't know if it can compare to those. (laughs) All right. So, choice number one. Is one ticket to join me uh-huh. for home game number three of the Eastern Conference Finals. Are you for real? Well, that's one. That's I'm, 
I'm oh, saying oh, it, it may be it, that. Oh, I thought I was picking. Oh, Craig, you don't you can't, get to pick. Oh, oh, Craig, oh, you can't do that to me. That's what I told you. Oh, that's. Oh, okay. All right, this is fun. Okay, go. Okay. Come on, let me, let me, let me bring myself down. This is. Okay. I'm guessing which one it is. I'm yes. not picking one of the three. Exactly. Okay, you have to Ooh, predict. I'm tell you, I was at that game on game <laughs> six, and I was looking course. I was like, dang, I'm with the peasants right now. I want to be courtside. Yeah. So is it? Is it one ticket to join me for home game number three for Bucks versus whoever? So that could be game five. If it was the if it was the Hawks, game six, it could be the Sixers. One ticket to join me on the court for the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Choice number two. Is it two tickets September third? Summerfest to see Chance the Rapper oh. as he rocks the American Family Amphitheater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Friday night, Labor Day weekend. You are cruel. You know that? You are cruel. I, I, I just want to keep hearing this list here. We're gonna be me- I just if the next one is Megan Thee Stallion, then okay, we, we still move. We popping in. All right. Or Dave Chappelle. Oh, no. Come on. Keep it coming. Let's see. Or is it? Choice number three, where it is a UCLA Drew Holiday authentic throwback jersey. I know Drew's been your dude, and a UCLA throwback Drew Holiday jersey. Are these the three options? Those are the three things that oh. were under consideration. Oh. You are receiving one of those three oh, as really? your birthday present. Oh, uh, well, Craig, time out. Of, wait a minute. Let me not get emotional. This is, uh, I, this is, these are great gifts. This is great gifts. You know what I did for my birthday? I got a boat that my friends got on. It brought me nothing. So, I mean, I spent the money. Huh. Wow. This is, uh. Oh, thanks for the invite, by the way. Uh, well, listen, Craig, you know. I always used to tell people when I worked at Marquette, listen, there's a Kyle from 9 to 5 and a Kyle from five to, 10, yeah. 5 to 10. I don't even no. want to know what's happening in that 5 to 10, Kyle. No, no I'm just kidding. All right, oh, predict. Well, oh, my prediction. Um, The jersey sounds great. I do like the jersey. I don't really wear jerseys like that, but I, I, the UCLA colors, that's real smooth and clean. That, that's, that's nice. So that would be clutch. That would be nice. Um, the court side, oh, let me tell you, I, again, I, I felt like a peasant sitting in my great lower level seats last time because, you know, I was spoiled court side and I wasn't with Gucci, though. You were with Gucci, man. LaFleur. But the Chance the Rapper tickets, I do like Chance, and I, I'm going to go with Chance the Rapper tickets. That is correct. Hey! Hey! You are going to Summerfest September 3rd. Oh! In a nice little Section 1 seats uh, to see Chance. Oh, this is what's the up. rapper. Is, I have some great friends. You know that? Not, not like my friends I've known forever who do nothing for me, but just loyalty. But great friends. Thank you, Craig. This is a. That is uh, brought to us by Palermo's Pizza. That is Kyle's Palermo's pick. Um, Okay, good. I'm glad you're not too sad. No. Honestly, I would have... I just would have taken some uh, a pizza drop by Giacomo. I mean, real talk. I, mean, I would have just taken that. But this is great. Exactly. I want to see Chance the Rapper. Are you coming with me or am I? I mean, I'll be there also. But oh. you have two tickets. So oh. You can do. You know, Wait a minute. Want, some lucky honey might be coming with me. Who knows? I know. You, we may. That could be the Palermo's pick next time. Maybe we line up some potential dates oh, for you. Oh, okay. And okay. Figure out who wants to go see Chance 
with Kyle. Oh, this is cool. Thank you, Craig. Yeah. This is fantastic. I got to do something for your birthday. I'll, I'll try to. It won't be chance to wrap no, it. No, you don't need to do anything else. for my Oh, no, I, I got you. Good. Just I your presence you. is enough on this show. I know how hard oh. you work and the fact that you come on Sundays and hang. That is enough. Big ups to everyone who joined us uh, today and was part of this uh, Bucks post game victory. Big thanks to Eric Name. Uh, subscribe at The Athletic. Jason Wilde, you could listen to him on Wilde and Tausch 9 to noon on these stations. Make sure you're listening to the Western Conference Final Game 1 coming up at 2 o'clock. We got ESPN Game Day coming up next. Remember, stay healthy, stay together, survive today and thrive tomorrow. Don't settle especially for jumpers when you need to work uh, the offense better. You have been listening to Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. Kyle, send us out. Peace. This is ESPN Wisconsin and ESPNWisconsin.com.